0: Coming up, here's Circle of the Way podcast, episode 47, as we go ahead and discuss. Oh, my God, I don't even know what he's wearing. <laughs> and here at episode 47, part one, ladies and gentlemen, we want to recap this past week's AEW Dynamite. And also giving shout outs as well to NWA and one of our other fellow brothers. Also, we got AEW news. Pro wrestling news on part one. Part two, <laughs> there's Matt right there. <laughs> <laughs> Hellboy right there. <laughs> <laughs> From part this, two. Dish. In part there. two, we will be discussing uh, the New Japan news, this past week's NXT, and also our thoughts about fast line and more. So don't go anywhere as part one starts ahorita. Welcome, everyone, to the Circle of Debate podcast, episode number 47, 47. 47, there you go, 47, 47 Yes. <laughs> this is the whole stevious one i C. here with my family, La Facción, La Facción Ingobernable, La Facción West, Degeneration Generation West. That's right, I'm with El Director, the director, the one who has to tell you, hey, don't go anywhere, don't move, stay there. That's the one and only. Ck1, Chris Craig There you oh, go. Hey, I I've never brought this up. Here's my camera, right here. Somebody. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> and also, we have. He's not a hatter today. He's one of those characters from Hellboy. <laughs> he looks like Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, I mean, with <laughs> a shower cap. I don't. Sometimes I don't know the That's why he wears Matt with a hat. He is Mr. MGC. Matthew Callis, Steamboat of Hardy, whatever you want to call. Uh. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> it? All right, listen, I wasn't boat. sure if
1: this would be more ridiculous though. I this... <laughs>
2: <laughs> just looks like you're about to go like to a gun range. <laughs> it, yeah. right? it looks like I got to right. protect
1: my hair from the from the gunpowder. Oh my but
0: god! Go so the right? so hair won't. You know, fly out. Oh, i going to damage my hair in the air. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we begin, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go ahead and give a congratulations uh, for this past weekend for NWA. Uh, back back for the attack. A great, great pay-per-view. If you guys missed it, go back to Fight TV. And also, you now the return of NWA Power uh, also as well. So it was great to see also Slice Boogie with NWA that we previously had on the show. And also... I want to also congratulate as well on uh, AEW Dark Elevate to de- uh, Radioactive poppy. that is Danny Lyman for getting his win on this past Monday on Dark Elevate. And I still want to give a shout mi out gente. to Paul White, mi gente. Also, Paul White is doing uh, an incredible job. He's still kind of a little bit okay, but his commentary is Good not. There. It's getting there. It's getting better, and I love it. I love it very much. So all right. Now, let's go ahead and discuss this past week's AEW Dynamite. So, let's go ahead and recap. Let's start with the opening match. And that is, of course, by God, by God, Kenny Omega, defeating Matt Seidel. I can say that was an incredible match. I actually enjoyed it. So, I'm going to go with Matt Callis because that's his guy right there. So, you started off, Mr. Matt Callis. Your thoughts about the opening match. Talk to us, baby.
1: Well of course you know the history with Kenny Omega like Kenny Omega and Matt Sydal actually faced off previously in New Japan and that for the the IWGP GP Junior Heavyweight Championship so you really get to see kind of how Kenny Omega faces the same opponents but knows how to recreate it and make it fresh every single time he faces the same person, and hopefully we could see that down the line when he, you know, I got my fingers crossed when he faces Ibushi, because like the way he faces Matt Sydal compared to the way he faces like one match, it's like his other match with Hangman Page, you know, completely different from the way it was in New Japan's so hold. It different atmosphere, storyline wise, story storyline wise, but. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Sorry, forget, I've got a, I got a cold sore in my mouth. So, but
0: don't forget that all they also battled each other out. I think a battle of LA and PWG as well. You was know, like mm-hmm. 2017, 2018. No, 2017. Yeah,
1: they, they have a long history. They have
0: a long history together. I mean, but it was a great match overall. Director, talk to us about your thoughts about the opening match. Oh, it was a good match. Um, great
2: opener. Goddamn, they really came out with a three star match that could have been a main event for some reason. I think maybe they wanted to set the precedent for the storyline for the rest of the episode. Um, I liked the banter. All the banter was very clever. The uh, the inexperienced younger uh, Matt Seidel, who is older and has been wrestling longer than Kenny Omega, was the joke. <laughs> and they've had multiple matches before. Um, I thought that was really funny. Um, a couple of quick roll-ups where I think um, – I keep wanting to call him Evan Bourne because I keep forgetting that he used to be Evan Bourne. Matt Seidel, uh escaped the one-wing angel in like a surprise roll-up. And it was like – I was like, oh, they did it. They fucking gave him the win. He's got the title shot. I, I was like, I, I convinced myself it happened and it didn't happen. Um, yeah, I love that that was the opening match and they made it look like Seidel almost had it in the bag. Yeah. It was, um, then the ending um, was just Kenny walking to the back, right? That wasn't the big issue with uh, – No. That wasn't that later. Okay, so no. yeah. Uh, I liked it. It was good. It was, it was, I don't want to say it was fresh or, or original because – AEW as its whole is kind of fresh and original, but it was a good not-jobber-out match. They didn't squash them at all. No, no. It was, it was really so a, much no, story.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. so much story. That's It's One
2: of those, like, indie darling f- matches where, like, if you know about their history, and like you mentioned, the PWG history, um, then there's so much more layers to the match itself. But as someone new to the sport or to the company or to even those wrestlers, you should have been entertained by that.
0: Absolutely, yeah, definitely. I was entertained with Jr's commenting, like just going up on Calis over here. I was, what I was like, "Like you work for him? What are you talking about? What do you mean? No, I work for Impact. No, you work for him. He pays you to be here." Like, yeah. I love oh that my game. god, Jr. was just going, going off on Don. Aggressive is back. It also him. it made me also realize that like,
2: it, it's almost like uh Shivoni is the color guy. And yeah. JR and Excalibur are kind of the play-by-play guys. Like, there's really not a, a assigned role for any of them. They're all kind of play-by-play, and they're all kind of the color guys. Where in traditional sports broadcasting, it's one of one, and, you know, one guy does one thing, one guy does the other thing. Right. Um, but, yeah, oh, yeah that's where I finally it. realized, well, Don didn't count. I was just talking about the primary triples. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> not Callis, <laughs> bro. Not your Don Callis. Yeah. He does yeah. not count. He does not but, count. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, good. overall, overall, I didn't like the diversity. I mean, that's what they have, at least in the commentating. The least are they're very diverse. It can be one time Tony Chabon and Excalibur could, you know, be play-by-play play and JR will be colored. There's times that it has happened. So, I mean, but that, for, like, JR was on fire at Admin, for sure, on that commentating. I enjoyed it. So, it, I was classic. Instant classic from good old JR, I can tell you that. All right. And then we see a quick, you know, Squash match, unfortunately, and that is you know, Adam Hangman Page beating Cesar Bernoni. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with Cesar Bernoni. Obviously, he was a former NXT, you know, alumni. Uh, he's been on Dark and Dark Elevate. I will, I, I want to go to you, director. Are you by far have you been seeing Bernoni as he's you've him not more often on TV time? Are you, are you impressed with him, Like do you feel like he lacks something still? Or what do you feel about Benoni at this point in his career? I mean, he's moving up inside of the
2: AEW roster, I guess you could say. I know he had a couple matches on Dark, and usually your inauguration to the Dynamite show is jobbing out to somebody pretty quickly, mm-hmm. which is a WWE formula, unfortunately. <laughs> um, You know, they call it enhancement talent, which is what you usually have to go through before you become someone who's a staple in the uh, roster. Um, We saw that two weeks ago with Cody and what's his name? And I know we've seen it before in AEW. But usually those people that come up and do a quick job match uh, stick around a little bit. So, um... I don't know how they want to use him outside of just enhancement talent for Paige. We'll see if he shows up on Dynamite next week and maybe gets a win against an equally ranked opponent.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but that seems to be the trend. It's very traditional go from, you know, Dynamite or go from, you know, go from Dark, couple matches on Dark, main roster. I guess we're calling Dynamite the main roster. Fuck, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I hope not.
1: <laughs> I don't want that
2: curse. Don't you do that to me, Ricky Bobby. You don't do that. They bounce <laughs>
1: back and forth, so... Yeah. You know, rather um, than being a separate worlds.
2: Yeah. But yeah, we'll see the next week if he shows up, maybe if he has a bigger opponent on Dark and he wins and does well. Um, obviously, his quality wrestling is never in question. Right. I think they're obviously just you know testing their newly polished toy in front of the bigger lights. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they're not using it to like bury him, which is a main mm-hmm. roster thing. So yeah. we'll see what they have planned for him. Um, and then Paige, I mean, officially until he, I mean, he hasn't done this yet, but looks like he's in the dark order, like almost officially
0: Uh, almost wearing the
2: fucking shirt and putting on some face paint or something.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) Matt Steenbull, your thoughts about Bononi?
1: No, uh, like there isn't enough, you know, big guy, baby faces. The last time we had a big guy, baby face that we introduced was, um, was Will Hobbs, and then they turned him heel like in two weeks. So I yeah. kind of hope they keep Caesar Bononi as a baby face, like a bit, you know, your bigger guy, singles powerhouse kind of like up against, you know, like Caesar Bononi versus like any of the smaller heels would be really interesting. So oh, yeah. I hope they c- kind of continue that dynamic because I don't see that dynamic enough.
0: I mean, the dynamic he has is just partnering up with Peter Avalon mm-hmm. and. I mean, it's a good heel faction. I like it. I mean, it just I feel there's a couple of matches that he needs to, uh, he was kind of green. Um, but especially with the Luchasaurus when else my God, they don't, yeah, but I don't want to get into that. But I feel that Bononi, but, but great physique, great charisma he has. He still, I feel that he still has a little more improvement to go and hopefully they like how, you know, CK1 said, you know, down the line, he'll get more, you know, get better, develop more and Get You know, learn from Paul White also as well. That's why he's there for a reason. You know, so be I mean, teaching the big man, teaching the big, big, you know, buff man. And then also we did see uh, Britt Baker's promo. I mean, shit. Like, I, wow. Teddy Gold. Thanks, Mick Foley, for the thumbs up. I know. I know. God it, damn it. Cheers. That took me. Right tw- it took you 20 years to be a hardcore legend and it took me one night to be a hardcore. Wow. So, man, I want to you, Matt Callis, your thoughts about this promo. And we and let me recap, and I apologize. We I want to recap what we spoke last week. We did say that this match made her completely. She is next on, in online to get that title shot or even win the AEW Women's title. But definitely this one, that's it. It made her. So, I mean, go ahead, Matt Callis. Tell me your thoughts about that promo.
1: It's kind of like you could say that's like her Austin 316. They've got like a new shirt out with the DMD with the, in the AEW font and I thought that shirt's really cool. You know, I I really I'm really liking like no matter what no heel should ever be humble. I don't I don't like it when heels are humble. That doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you should always think you're the best ever, better than everybody, putting down. That's the whole point. You know, otherwise you kind of miss the point. It's Like, no, I'm I can never be as great as that. Like, well, you're not a heel then. <laughs> <laughs> I I can never. I'm, I'm like all the people that are getting mad at that really don't understand how it works. It's just like Kenny Omega when he's saying he's better than all these people on Impact, and I'm like that's the point. He's the champion. He's the heel, and the champion's always the best. You know, the champion is supposed to be the best in the business. You know, in that world. Right. So. Definitely. So And, and especially with, with Britt Baker. She's not – she ain't going for, you know, second place or well, minding her own space. She's going for number one
0: constantly. A hundred percent. Director, do you agree with that? Yeah, that was a lifetime of a promo.
2: That was so fantastic. Um, yeah, I said it – I don't like saying – Oh, I said it last week because who knows who watched last week. But, like, she got uh, – it's unfortunate that it was a loss. It was a loss, but I think that she – earned more fans in that loss in like her interview, like, the, like this promo said, like, if you didn't respect me, then you're dumb essentially. So respect me now. And, uh, I definitely think she did that. And I mean, she's so good on the mic. She's just so complete she's like eight MGF, uh, as far as like how good she is on the mic at such a young age and how much of a heel she is. And she knows exactly what to say, uh, to be hated. Um, I know when she first showed up in AEW, she apparently was judged for her lack of mic skills, and then something flipped where she is now, like, one of the best on the mic in modern times. Um, I don't know if that was acting school, if something clicked. Um, Adam Cole, (laughs) baby. Adam Cole. I don't know if she's been taking lessons from the hubby or anything. Um, I want to give all the credit to her, though, for doing the damn thing, and the catchphrase where there's only three letters to watch on Wednesdays and that's DDS or something. Yeah, DMD. DMD. Yeah, fantastic.
1: Um, Doctor of men- Medical Dentistry. Yeah, yeah. she's, what,
2: she's yeah. gonna be cheered for how good at being bad she is. You know. Yeah. Like that's she's that's just the way she should be. That's I never see. one. this is
1: the first women's tag team champions I want in AEW by the
2: way. Yeah, get lucky back. That'd be great.
0: Oh yeah, she'll um, be back. She'll be um, back.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's, I've I've been saying these same things about Britt Baker for a while. She's going to be the most loved heel or the most hated face. You know, whatever you want to look at it. Um, just south of MJF.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely agreed. Agree with that. And then another one, another segment that we finally get the revelation that Christian Cage, challenge. Frankie Kazarian, and we haven't seen these guys fought there. In... Frankie Kazarian challenged Christian Cage. Okay, thank you. There you go. Well, yeah, Frankie. No, Christian, no, I don't know.
2: Christian Cage. Ah, Kaz went up to Christian and said, what are you going to do? This will be that? the conflict,
1: Chris. No no, no, like, no, 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 you challenge me. No, you challenge me. And it's a whole thing with ego. That might be yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, back go
0: back and, uh, well, Go back and see it. He, Chris. Because he did, he did tell him, okay, that work, when is that hard work going to you know Cavs challenging Christian. That
2: was that Kaz just walking up to him was the challenge.
0: Well, okay, maybe you could say that was a challenge, but then Christian was the one saying, Oh, you know, I, I got no – appointment. Are you, yeah, said, are you free next week? Yeah, but I mean.
2: but I love one of the lines of the night. Was uh, I got two of them, but this is the big one was uh, Kaz with uh, oh, now that you're free Mondays, you're not working Monday, are you? I was like, oh shit, he did it. He said it. Yeah, I loved it. I was like, that's, that's clever. And, that's uh, straight uh,
0: out a, a shoot on WWE for sure. Yeah, I um, love that. That was uh, Elevation,
1: the best wrestling on a Monday night. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's a straight shoot on WWE. But yeah, now we're going to see Christian Cage in the ring. Finally, it's been what? Seven years that we have not seen him. When he said that, I thought he was
2: fucking with him. I thought it was another joke. When oh. he goes, I-, I imagine you're a little rusty after seven years. And I was like, oh. I'm like, Wait, no, it has been seven years. I thought he was making a joke that when he was wrestling that it wasn't good enough to be counted as wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's been seven years. That's a I mean, how old is Jay? Like forty
0: five? Somewhere around there, probably mid forties. Like edges so, is like fifty, right? Edge is almost there. Like they're both like in the mid forties, I believe. So Jay
2: Reno, let's see here. Not Janet Reno. You know. <laughs> Completely <laughs> the opposite.
0: But definitely, I mean, we haven't seen these two individuals since TNA days. I mean, and a, a lot of people, I'm going to say, I, I want to speak about it myself very briefly.
2: 27. So, okay. I not mean, bad yeah. at all.
0: Yeah, he looks great. I mean. A lot of people don't give Christian the credit where he's supposed to be giving credit to. The fact is that, I mean, <laughs> shit. about you. Yeah, because, come <laughs> on. After he left WWE, he reinvented himself when he was in TNA. He did, especially in the ring-wise. Especially in his ring skills, abilities changed a lot compared to what he used to do when he was in WWF. With during the time with the Brood, during the time with but Edge and Christian, Christian yeah, singles. No, no, he reinvented himself and did a lot of incredible moves that he's you never seen done before in WWF, WWE. When he went to uh, Impact, TNA, and he put historic matches, from my opinion, there. Yeah. a lot and pop people do not give him the credit where he deserves and uh, just because when well, he went back won the ECW title which is a developmental title we already know uh did win the world heavyweight title you know at least I give him what, what credit's do. but even though he never won a WWE champion but hey is a hell of a worker and the hard work does pays off and I'm happy for him and I'm looking forward to seeing him next week uh you know with Frankie and I'm I cannot wait to see that. So I mean, I'm gonna go with you, Matt Callis. You're are you are you excited? Or are you ready for, you know, the peeps,
1: Captain Charisma, Captain Charisma you know, baby, the the instant classic himself coming in. So he's he's you know his magic was TNA, and he he's a hero to the the out the outside of WWE before he made his comeback so i I like i really think he shines better outside of wwe it's like they kind of don't want him to succeed over there like you know it's like like whenever he's there like just like no we're gonna we're gonna put you off to the side so he's like one of the best outside of wwe success stories and let's remember he's the safest worker he's got the he's the his video with chris jericho is the reason why i know about this handshake
3: Mm -hmm. you know
1: where you know where you just like oh yeah you're a smooth worker so him and kenny those are the safest workers you could hope for like christian had a classic with sting and he's had mat a lot of ma- he had a, a match like a hardcore match kind of with uh kazarian because there was like a lot oh yeah and other stuff so i like the magic those two will bring out it's going to be really cool
0: oh yeah definitely 100 percent. do you agree with that director um
1: as
2: far as Christian being a safe worker or him finally getting to not have the ropes of Vince McMahon tying him down.
0: There you go. And
2: may I say the edge thing? The edge thing isn't really, like, his fault. Like, Adam isn't sitting there being, like, having to hold my best friend down. Um, that's just a booking nightmare, unfortunately, to have been in. I mean, the brood was awesome. Um, but to really work your ass off to come out of that edge shadow, which is neither one of their faults. Um he obviously did that in TNA, where people were actually like, oh, shit, he's not just uh, Edge's sidekick, which I think is one of his lines he's dropped on Dynamite lately. He's like, I'm not just a sidekick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's other else I can be said. I know the rumor about him not doing very well, even though he had a world title run in WWE, was some bullshit like Vince just didn't like his face. Is that like that's like what I heard? That's pretty much what it is. He's just yeah. like comparing. I don't, I, I don't admit, I don't know if he meant like literally. I just think he's an ugly looking person, and I don't want to push him. But he's earned it, so I have to. I, uh, yeah, I I, 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 I don't know what that is. I don't. I've never heard that being a. That's a fucked up. Really, I mean, Vince is afraid of burritos, so nothing. I wouldn't put anything past that, and that's real. I looked that up. There's actually, uh, John Huber, I'm not religious, but you know, rest in peace, Dark Order. Uh, one of the videos was him making fun of, like, burritos or something like that to, you know, kind of dig at Vince. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> scared of burritos. Yeah. The Jerky fuck that means you're... Is... Really? you You're scared of, like, chicken wraps? Veggie wraps? What the... What's up with that? Well, like, uh,
3: <laughs> <yeah>. um,
2: <laughs> we're going to... I'm going to keep saying this for everybody who, you know, Britt, Britt Baker, honestly, she covered it a little bit when she said, like, stop bringing over has-beens and start making legends like me. Um, I'm paraphrasing, but that was essentially what her point was. Um, but there are some wrestlers who I'm sort of happy, and I mean, happy for. I'm happy for anyone who's happy, but proud of for getting their to express the end of their career life. You know, like Paul White, um, Big Show, Christian Cage. Um, yeah, man, Sting obviously is in the same boat. Where Sting!
0: Sting, Sting, you
2: know, went through some shit over in WWE where you know. He didn't, he didn't go out. He went out on someone else's sword. He got tossed on it. Um, and I think Christian is going to, hopefully, if he has two or three years left in him, put on the match of his life um, somewhere down the line. Probably that Omega fight. Uh, I think him versus Kaz is going to be fantastic. I can't it is wait It's a great either. test. This is a great test because Kaz is about the same age and hasn't slowed down a heartbeat since the X Division. No. This dude is very similar to AJ Styles, where he's just getting better and Same better.
1: Same era. Same era. Well,
2: yeah, they were, I mean, that original X, the original Impact TNA X Division was, like, Frankie. AJ Styles, Kaz, Christopher Daniels, Low and they got better. All of them.
1: Yeah,
2: all of them. Like, And, uh, yeah, this is a great, great test to see where Christian is. Because we've seen Ka- Ka- uh, Kazarian on Dynamite regularly, um, So we know that he can perform his ass off. So let's see if Christian can keep up. Let's do it, bro. Outwork everyone.
0: Yeah, I cannot wait either. That's going to be amazing to see. It's Wednesday. I cannot believe that. Moxley
1: said – no, Renee said in an interview that – she said that Moxley said that I thought I knew everything about wrestling until I got in the ring with Christian. That's what Moxley said about Christian.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I heard
1: that too.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I
1: think – I think Mox actually did
2: say that in a promo. I don't know if it was this week or last week or somewhere, but he there was a promo for that where he those words came out of his mouth. Yeah. Like directly. Yeah. It was definitely. a good promo too. Not yeah. even a promo, just talking to the guy.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then we get to see uh the pinnacle. The pinnacle. At yeah, PR. <laughs> Not premier, pinnacle. I know, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> Premiere is such a better name though, bro. I was so I'm in love with, with
0: Premier. I'm with you. I mean, I don't know about Pinnacle. I mean, I we like we you know we already said why i mean it's just it's too like- many syllables and i don't like the letters i don't like the way the letters flow. no i think it's i like that's more
1: evil sounding the premiere is almost too friendly it's actually, like actually don't tell anybody this but when i return i'm gonna be the premiere
0: there you go <laughs>
1: mm, be yeah. well i think that'll be good for a baby face but like a pinnacle it, 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 would- it would
2: be good for either one actually
1: very controversial <laughs> yeah because like
2: you could be confident and cocky it could be both
1: very true very- i love that i think I think because pinnacle sound reminds me of pentagram a little bit. It's different. It's not pentagram, but it's like, you right. know, it's a little dark and a little bit more. It's so f- like, you know. It, you know what?
2: It reminds me of something spiky, like like pinnacle peak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, what the phrase is, you yeah. know? So <laughs> I think of like jagged, which I kind of understand. Also, I think that's what it is. Where With the word premiere, I see like spotlights. Yes. That's just where my brain goes. But I,
0: I like it, though. I like how you put like that. Uh, I I know how definitely you're gonna use Premiere for sure. If you, oh, yeah, if you the read, Premier, read the I, I love pre- it, it.
2: Weighing 200 pounds from Hollywood, California, the Premiere that's <laughs> fucking sick, dude. That's such a good <laughs> intro.
0: Hey, right now, hey, don't, don't, don't take it away from us. Don't steal it. Don't steal it. it.
2: leave me alone, brother.
0: i will come to <laughs> <for> my gig. <laughs> so yeah, we did have uh, the Pinnacle FTR, Sean Spears defeating the Varsity Blondes and Dante Martin. Um, it was a, a good match. Good to see the, you know all those three. Upcoming rising stars, these three incredible athletes in the ring. Uh, then we did see the aftermath, of course. The little segment, yeah, real the- quick.
2: That fucking mullet on Brian Tillman Jr. is getting out of hand. That thing has. Its own <laughs> water- that thing They're gonna have to name that waterfall after a state park or something. It is wild.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Christ, <laughs> Stone Cold Griff Garrison.
0: Stone Cold Griff Garrison. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we did see the you know the little segment, obviously. The, Oh, we're we're not just you know we're not just a group we're family and of course mjf i mean i don't know the way how this i i'm i can tell you i mean i like the faction but i need more and i know this is this is barely the tip of the iceberg but i know later on we are gonna get that blood and guts uh, with them and, war games. His, and his, yeah, war, war games. Type, game. Yeah, we're gonna get that for sure. I'm looking forward to seeing. That's what um, I want, brother. I'm, I'm war games. I mean, shit. I could say, yeah. I mean, this is like your. You could say is almost like a four horsemen 2.0 wannabe. I could say that. You know, that's just me saying that. In my opinion, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not here giving facts. It's just <laughs> the way how it looks, Everything looks. It's just the way how it how it's presented and the way how they present themselves in the mic and the promos. Very similar, like how Ric Flair, what you know, even has done himself, Arn, and everybody else. It's just very similar. And next thing you know, you don't know is like they're gonna steal their lines from the four horsemen. I mean, I don't know. That's something that MJ
1: creative enough to kind of do his own thing.
0: I yes. I feel that MJ is more more creative than the rest of them. I who I really want to be to be more out there is Sean Spears. That's who I want. Literally. Because he's been just on a quiet mode. He's been too fucking quiet. He needs to, like, get out, get his... not 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 saying get his own, but be with the group. But he needs to uh, be out there and just make him name him himself for the group. Uh, a new
1: concept on the mic. Because when he was a babyface in WWE, he had the 10 and, you know, yeah. Perfect 10 and all that stuff and all those Dude, fun, I mean, funny things. A quick throwback. It wasn't that long ago where...
2: Ty Dillinger had the biggest pop of that rumble. And I oh, love yeah. it. We all knew it was going to happen. We all knew he was coming out at number 10. Yeah, And you could see the love and the energy he had when he came out. He was very stoked to be there, obviously. And the fans reacted as such. How do you misuse somebody so good, so charismatic,
1: and just they gotta let him. They gotta let him do it. Maybe it might be him shooting himself in the foot, or maybe it's just because he's I, a heel. No, I think, what,
2: I think what happened with with Ty was it was one of those we just don't have anything for you. Yeah. Tonight turned into a month. Turned into release me.
0: Yeah. Pretty Man, much. That's just lazy writers. How what are you paying these guys for? Like, uh, pay us. Seriously? We can do fucking better shit and put out better product than your fucking Hollywood writers. That's a fact.
1: We we don't work for Disney.
0: No, (laughs) we don't work for Disney. No, no, we don't work for ESPN. No, we don't work for, no. But we're not
1: Bucky Beaver.
0: No, but you can just call us, eh? Call us Vinny, call us Bruce, call us, you know, done. I mean, we'll write for you. We will write for you. (laughs) Pissing gold, excellence, you know, pissing writing excellence for for sure. (laughs) All right, I mean, all right. So now let's move on. This is another one that I we did recap last week that we did see. Um, we we mentioned this. I did see QT Marshall segment, of course. Now we're seeing the um, now we're seeing the, the 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 heel side of him that is coming out. He explains why. Oh, I'm frustrated. I hate being the one, Mr. Do It All, bringing us coffee not getting my fair, you know, my fair time, being always a side, the sidekick. We'll talk about side, sidekicks. There you go. That's your sidekick. That's <laughs> everything right there. Cody comes out, like, all professional with the, you know, with the, here, hold hold my studio, you know, my, you know, headset. I'm like, God, come, you really had to do that, Cody? Like, why do you have to do that? It's just, you're you're not, who are you listening to? That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to say that out. That's bullshit. Like, you know that you're not doing, doing shit backstage. So I'm like, Cody, of course, accepts He's the challenge. Winks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Accepting the challenge for QT. Obviously, now uh, putting Arn as the ref. So, um, I'm going to say very briefly, and I'm going to get to you, Director. I want to get your thoughts. Very briefly, how I feel about this. Someone, I mean, we, we know for a fact that is going to fucking go heel. Unless they switch it up and Arn goes heel and starts his own shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm taking QT with me. I'm going to start my own faction, you know, separating our, I mean, separating QT, maybe taking Nick Camarado, some of the nightmare family and start his own faction.
1: Turning Cody heel would be a bad idea right now since he's launching that reality show.
0: I wouldn't. Yeah. But see, I'm not, I'm talking about Arn Anderson turning heel, not Cody. Cody would be as a face, but I feel somehow for for Arn to be involved in this, I got a feeling that Arn is going to turn. Something tells me that he's going to turn. So I'll, I'm and gonna go with,
1: to use, go with QT. That's how I feel.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: That'd I can be see good.
0: that. I can see that. And maybe QT could join. No. Like. Well. Not, not. the pinnacle. I believe that Arn will just start his own faction. You know. I feel like he could probably start his own. That's what I'm saying. He could take parts of America. You know, the Nightmare Family. Parts of the group and create his own faction. He could do that. That could be a possibility. So I mean, so, because adding Arn it's got me really okay. Someone he's gonna go heal either. He's gonna go heel out of nowhere, or we already it's so predictable that Qt is already there. But arn is the biggest question. So I'll go to you, Director. Do you feel do you feel that way as well? Or do you see things differently on this one? Um I like that they finally gave QT
2: the mic and uh platform to explain the storyline because Again, I'm going to say what I've said in the last episode talking about this was that nobody cared about this alleged heel turn because nobody really knew QT um, as far as, like, the Dynamite fans go. Uh, So they're just like, this guy, we we don't care. We're just going to boo him because that's just what you naturally do in this scenario. But now that he's on the mic, it's more organic. Um, And, yeah, he's playing the cliched best friend who's not getting all the glory. He's doing all the grunt work. Um, basically, Christian Cage just let him borrow a script. Um, what Arn is going to do, I have no idea. There's so many variables. Arn could go to Pinnacle with Tully. That would be cool. Arn could take QT with him and try to get into Pinnacle, and then they could turn on Arn and Tully, or Arn and – like I said, I said I said, Arn and Tully could get turned on, and then that would be like a, uh, a good send-off because these gentlemen are getting up in age. And you kind of usually use a storyline to write them out of the script. I think that would be kind of cool. Mm -hmm. QT fitting in there, I don't want to have that many chefs in the kitchen because then you're just going to have like evolution, so many people fighting over the same titles. Um, I like it sort of right now because you do have a tag team. You have a mid-tier belt holder potentially in MIMJF. And then you're going to have to deal with Wardlow and Sean Spears finding their spots at some point within the divisions,
0: mm-hmm. putting QT
2: marshalled over there might be too much. Yeah. Him splitting off with just Arn and them sticking together. I don't like that. That's not that creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arn definitely seems a little too loyal to Dusty Rhodes to do something like that, even in a fake storyline that's scripted. Um And if QT takes people with him, maybe, are we going to care? I don't think anybody cares. I think I just, I don't, I'm interested to see how this, I'm not going to hurt you part of the angle goes.
3: Because mm-hmm, uh, yes. it
2: obviously sounds a little Big Brother, you know, where Cody <laughs> says, I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm not going to hurt you. Not like I could if I want to. I could fuck you up any day of the week. It, you know, we know that he meant like, I don't want to punch you. I don't want to hurt my friend.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But obviously QT is going to be like, oh, you think you can hurt me? Well, I think I can hurt you. That's how the angle is going to go. Um I just, I don't, I'm not as interested in where this goes yet. There's nothing in there that's making me go, I can't wait to see what happens. So hopefully they push the storyline in a direction where I want to tune in to see this. If I hear Cody's music, I can't wait to be like, yeah, he's going to do something to QT, you know. Um, (laughs) Right now, it's just not there for me,
0: though. I get you, I get you. Do you feel the same way, Matt Steamboat?
1: We got to see some more character, I guess, from QT Marshall. I like a little bit, some of it, what it is. He's okay on the mic so far. I want some, maybe some more screaming and some more cruelty out of him. Who knows? Like uh, maybe he brings brass knuckles to the ring and and opens Cody up, so Cody could bleed again. And you know that'll kind of once again AEW blood and guts. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, bloody program. We're all waiting for that announcement when that upcoming event too. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm. I, like, I mean, I get your points. You the valid points. I mean, but I, I still feel something, something's going to happen here coming up next next week to see someone's going to turn. And I, I just have a, I don't know, something gives me that itch that aren't. Because I don't know why you're going to get involved. Like, it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me either. But something tells me some something's about to pop up that we are not going to expect. That's what I feel.
2: Yeah, and I don't know what we've talked about, what version of any of these scenarios we've all played out. Because we've literally... Put these chess pieces in every possible position. So, what are they going to do to surprise us? Yeah, like, it would have to be something we haven't already talked about for it to really be a blindside. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's literally, I've even talked about Dustin Reynolds turning on anybody or joining uh... somebody. Like, there's no scenario that I'm not going to see coming unless there's a player we don't know about doing something we don't know about. Um, <laughs> that's the only thing. That, the only thing that excites me is I want to be excited. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's it. Like, I'm just excited that I wa- there might be something exciting, but I'm not getting my hopes up yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just like patiently waiting to see what's, and I'm yeah. hoping, and hoping this shit ends. I'm hoping this is like a new... Huge different End cha- this chapter because yeah, I- it's
2: not it's not overstaying. It's welcome. I'm not like it's. Not, I'm not like this needs to be over with. I just want to see where it goes. Okay, okay.
0: All right, all right. And now let's move on with the Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid. Good to see Laredo Kid back. By the way, and people who are not familiar with Laredo Kid, I almost it- forgot, I, I almost thought it was Lince Dorado. I was like, <laughs> whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. <laughs>
0: <Double sighs> All luchas look the same. No, I just I almost thought it was. like... George. Like, George, if you if are watching this, I know you're gonna bash on Chris again because he's. No, like, I didn't
3: mean that
2: like that, bro. Come on, you gotta. Keep no, that. that's not what I meant.
0: The the Laredo kid part.
2: <laughs> that's what I know. I know. I'm saying like I thought. I almost thought it was because I didn't recognize him because he had been gone for so long. I don't nothing, know. I mean, had nothing to do with anything. But he was shorter than Penta and Bray, mm-hmm. and he was a new you know new to the. He hasn't wrestled in like a month.
0: So I was like, let's see. No, he's been, he hasn't been in an AW ring for for, for like two, what I think a year or two. But okay. you can catch, but but what I'm trying to explain is if you people are not familiar with him, you can see him on MLW Fusion. You can see him there for a fact. And also you can catch him on Triple A as well. So you can catch him definitely on MLW M-O- Fusion, which, by the way, the shout out to George McClide for Straight Talk Wrestling and Lewis Carlin. Catch them on their YouTube channel because they also cover MLW Rewind and they'll give the recap every weekly show of MLW Fusion. So catch it, because we really don't cover it with this. Like I said, once again, we have too much to cover. Uh, but yes, uh, them versus the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. Um, I'll go with you, McCallis. Your thoughts about this match?
1: Very cool. Seeing the seeing the Luchadors work their magic. You really have to... It really makes me think back to Laredo Kid. I, I kind of wish they kind of, you know... He, they definitely all had their moments to shine in the match, but I'm, I'm, I keep thinking back to the Kenny Omega versus Laredo Kid and A match, you know, that everybody should watch and how cool that is and that the whole atmosphere was Dia de los Muertos when it was going on at the time. But he definitely deserves, if anything, he did, like, since he didn't get that title, I mean, he is a current A champion, if I'm not mistaken. No, Kenny no, Omega is yeah no the the other like the light heavyweight he AAA, lost that one that's leo, the one he lost leo rush has it. yeah to leo rush so i think he he should he definitely deserves another shot at aew he definitely deserves a shot at aew's title because ray and ray and uh pentagon he's definitely more than good enough he's amazing so you know, I want to see you know definitely more of him in general, even in singles action, because I love that AAA match.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely, it was it was a great match overall. I enjoyed it. it great to see Loretto kid back in the ring. I, I'm another person that is underrated that is not really you know spoken about. You only catch him on card. Is Brandon Cutler? That's one. Yeah. That's one guy that does not get his credit i mean yes
1: he had a lot of cool spots in that oh match.
0: hell yeah he does yeah, to that note
2: do i know him from somewhere he wasn't like related to one of the forgotten sons right is he a brother of somebody or is he just no one that i've heard of no
0: he he, he i know he was he's been in the indies for quite some time before we right. very best friends with young bucks his wife makes the gears for them um so that's how they became BFFs, and uh, they've been... But was there, there was a Cutler... Who's the
2: dude who's hanging out with Elias right now?
0: Oh, you talking about the other guy from Steve Cutler. Steve Cutler.
2: So are they not related? No. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. That's a very u- unique name, you know, there's... And then there's Jay Cutler, the football player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was thinking maybe, I was like, is that... I was, I was like, I know the Forgotten Sons kind of all got, like, technically, like, go yeah um so i was like is that the guy from forgotten sons are they related so now mm-hmm. that you tell me that they're not related at yeah. all okay then i'm yeah. no he's uh, wiped
0: yeah no the, the normal with the lies is that's jackson Riker. steve actually uh the other color you're talking about he, he got let go steve him. he
2: was the uh the guy who had the statements that nobody agreed with correct no
0: yeah he was with barry and corbin and one like the corbin man.
2: he was the but, one who uh didn't uh yeah he had a he's on the wrong side of history i believe
0: okay mm-hmm. oh no he now. he's gone up but yeah definitely i mean I got a Brandon Color. It's uh, another underrated. I think the problem that people are not really into him completely is his lack of character. His lack of charisma, character. Um, yeah, okay. Dungeons is in, in, in Dragon. Character it's cool. It's not bad. I'm not knocking it. It's dope. I love. I love the quick feud he had with Luchasaurus. Like, no. Dragons exist, you know, before dinosaurs. You know that prehistoric. <laughs> that's a that's a weird argument to have
2: here. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It is.
0: but I love it though. I mean, it it, it was cool to see. But overall, it's just that I think that's the problem that people are not really like right behind him fully to get involved with him. That's where you really is. It's unfortunate you don't see him much in Dynamite. But I think that's what is missing. And he needs that. He needs to be that ruthless aggression. He needs that fire. He needs that fire. Says he loves dragon, there you go. Like, blowing fucking on fire, get that dragon out of there and let that – get that uh innocent baby face, like, look away and be more vicious and be more just aggressive. That That's what I like to see from from Cutler. And I hope he does, you know, in the near future, we will see more of him Uh, besides Dark Elevate and and Regular Dark. So, um, director, your thoughts about the match overall?
2: Yeah, I like the match. It was a lot of people going on and a lot of big spots. But here's what uh, I noticed and I actually kind of appreciated it almost was um the sl- it was a kind of a slower pace match. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't uh back and forth, you know, Lucha Young Bucks traditional fast paced, rapid fire spot fest. No. Um It was a slow build to, I think, the diving sequence, which was awesome because it started with, like, two on the outside, then it became three on the outside, the four on the outside, the five on the outside, and then, you know, adding, each time you added a person to the outside was from a dive. Um, And I thought the entire match built the story to that sequence, and then it ended. Um, And then is that when we got the,
0: yes, that is when we got the. uh, Kenny Omega right after that. There we go, Yeah. so. Uh,
2: I like the match. I, li- I kind of appreciated that it. it was slower paced. Um, it's not going to make any top fives or anything like that. But no. that spot fest was pretty cool. I like the dive sequence. Yeah, um, it's very indie right there. Indie wrestlers like to do a lot of those crazy spot sequences to the outside with the dives. I think it was uh, Cutler who might have overshot and almost. Pulled a uh, Marco stunt and hit the guardrail.
0: Oh, I think, yeah, he, he almost did, he, did,
2: he did the spring t- he did the uh, springboard swanton to the outside. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh shit, his ass definitely hit the guardrail. Um, but then lead us into the end of the match, Ivan. This is where things get uh, a little weird.
0: That's right. And after the aftermath, of course, we they did lose the Bucks and Cutler. Uh Loretta kept pinning Cutler. The Spanish Fly. Then after that... Oh, I know. To... And I
2: love that the match ended on a Spanish Fly. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Kazarian
2: used to, used to be Kazarian's finisher and he used to win with it and then it just yeah. became a signature move.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's, that's not a powerhouse finishing move nowadays. It should be because it's like, bam, that's it.
2: Yeah. Think about the standing. Some people do the standing. I think, does Morrison or someone do the standing Spanish Fly? Someone No, Apollo that.
0: Cruz, Apollo Cedric Cruz. Alexander. Yeah. I think all of them do it. Yeah, think, yeah, a lot of people do that standing well. version of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the aftermath, when you see Kenny Omega coming out, Again, telling the Bucks, I mean, what did you know? Like I'm just the cool kids, and you know, we're supposed to be the. I left my family to be with you guys. I rode with you guys. We started this era. We we started the whole thing. We, you know, we're the cool kids. you hang hanging out with Brandon Cutler, and I'll give you one last chance. You know, give him the two sweet up, or give you the last chance. And the Bucks walked out. They walked out on him. They walked out and left him hanging. Then next, thing, you know, we do see. Kenny go, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with them. Screw them. I'm done. Then the same, that fucking super, super kick The Double super kicks
2: from Lucha uh, Bros was so out I'm of the nowhere. Like, I was watching the TV, but like I may have looked away or blinked for a second. And it came out of nowhere. They're and very it fast. Looks so real. And Kenny was, I mean, obviously I have the picture right here. <laughs> uh the blood. Um I don't know how they pulled the blood off. No, really he, he, he did get hit with the mic. If you look at oh, it, with it, the it. Mic. yeah. Okay. So funny story is when Kenny came out and Don Callis was with him. Um I have a microphone somewhere. I can't use it, I guess. I'll just use I'll just use this. Kenny grabs the mic from Don he goes, Give me the mic, Don! Don, give me the mic, give me the mic. I'm like, you're holding the mic. I'm like, oh, that's part of the crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: I was like, I couldn't, I was like, it took me a second to realize that he's playing the crazy. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. That's very yeah. subtle, very funny. Um, but yeah, this loose cannon Kenny, kind of almost like Brian Pillman from space, I guess you would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still don't rule out the Young Bucks teaming up with him i still think it's going to come down to like where were the good brothers remember that's the line Mm -hmm. is the good brothers Were they just lost the tag titles so that i mean and now they were a little late for the save yep and the young bucks didn't attack kenny Mm -hmm.
0: um
2: and then we saw a very similar storyline um I think it when, was it reversed like a year or two ago? Was it Kenny and the Young Bucks were having the same conversation um, with the Hangman page? Like, where's your head at? Are you with us or against us? Was that the mm-hmm. storyline?
1: Mm-hmm. And then it around. Yeah, yeah
2: now it's kind of Kenny doing or the Young Bucks, yeah, so um, man. The only issue is, is I don't know what's going to happen if you kick the Good Brothers out. You know, because, yeah, it's just or is it just going to be Kenny by himself and he's going to be, I think, uh, JR or Excalibur said some, he had some tagline where he was like the um, the last guy at the party or something like that.
0: Is that what um, he, the, uh, yeah, I...
2: he said? Yeah. He said something like that. I, I mean, I'd have to really go back and look up the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said something like Kenny Omega is like, oh, he's at an island of his own. That's what it was. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, or this might just end up being Kenny and Don by themselves. Um, you know, and then maybe Kenny getting the TNA heavyweight title and holding both of them. I don't know where it's going. This is one of those storylines where, opposite of the Cody Q T Marshall thing, I'm excited. No matter where it goes, and I want to see where it goes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, have
2: no idea. I have no idea. There's so many players in this, and there's so much. There's 15 years of backstory amongst this entire faction, I guess you would call it. Um, yeah,
0: let go.
2: And then the crossover with the TNA and her Impact. I'm sorry, I'm just so used to TNA. But I apologize. You guys know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It might just end up being Kenny by himself with Don. Maybe even Don's like, Hey man, this guy's kinda crazy. I should probably uh back up.
0: So yeah. Definitely.
2: That's all I got. Hey, what's up, Mike?
0: Okay, there you go. And then I'm just
2: talking about that uh the backstage Hollywood brawl WrestleMania twelve between Gold Dust and Roddy Piper. <laughs> what are your thoughts
3: on it? Okay, come on now. Really, guys. With the Bronco, really? with the, Bronco. <laughs> want- Remember the
2: Bronco Chase He's the OJ I use the come in. I- Mike didn't I come in here, here, here. Sorry, Mike in here. And, didn't and see I see
3: it, yeah. Matt with a space suit. What, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, Mike Are you about didn't to go see. pod it, racing yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Oh, there we <laughs> go.
3: People <laughs> had to see it.
0: You're missing a wild one right now, dude. <laughs> oh man, I can only imagine. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, can make get my mic ready? All oh, ready. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a multi-time recording artist, a graduated from Cal-Sickabinus Hills. He's a 2018 Los Angeles, a world karaoke champion. He lives 1,977,000 miles from Winnipeg, Pelotona, Canada. He is the master disaster, the king of sting, <laughs> the man with the plan, money, my love.
3: Great to be here. Great to see you guys. I love the. I I, I love it. I, I all of it. The suits the glasses, the the escova I can't even translate right now. <laughs> the broom. Your broom. Right. Yes. the Right. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> all of it.
3: Yeah. Give you the hero's welcome.
2: A hero deserves the hero's welcome.
0: That's Thank right. you, brother. There you, you go. go. There yeah. you go. Definitely, you deserve that. But yes, we were discussing about the young bucks. Um, uh, Cutler versus the uh, Lucha Bros and Rato. So, give us your take on that. Oof, man, that match was so fire. Oof. It's like
3: just uh, I, 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 I've I mentioned this sort of idea before of if I were to introduce somebody to wrestling, I would put on this match. This is one of those. Man, it just from beginning to end, spot after spot after spot. And you know, I hear people say, oh, well, you know, uh, too much spots. And, uh, you know, that's going to ruin wrestling and whatnot. But I, I really don't think so. If everybody is doing that, then yes. But the Bucks, that's their style. It's all, it's all stylistic. It's, you know, whoever's style brings them to that. You know, so there you go. That's all That's all that needs to be said. Six very talented individuals Putting on a great match. So you feel like that Brandon Cutler is underrated? You know what? Yeah, I would. I would go ahead and say so. Sure. Now, no, no, Hold on a second. Uh-oh. Am I saying he's a future Hall of Famer? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, we do have Snoop Dogg, Drew Carey, I was Donald uh, Trump. Donald Trump. We have all sorts of uh, Hall of Famers. The great Holly. Yes. We'll so talk about I that. guess I guess I kind of retract that statement, though. So yes, Brandon Cutler can be a future Hall of Famer. But no, not not WWE. That that's
1: you don't know. Thing. He's guys young.
2: He's... Hey,
3: never say never. Yeah. Look at,
2: I mean straight up. If you ever wanted to say never say never, just look at Stone Cold. Like absolutely, Stone Cold yeah. is the king of, I mean, pun intended, of, wow, of literally looking at the exit door to the arena with walking papers and was one paragraph away from becoming nobody. And now, you know, he's the GOAT. That could happen to anybody. Anybody can just say the right thing at the right time and just change the face of, I mean, Austin changed the world, not just professional wrestling, but the world. With just that one sentence, so anybody can do that.
0: hmm hmm mm-hmm. Captivating. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's go ahead and um. Well, before, is there anything you want to go ahead and um? Let's let's uh, give you a quick recap. Well, yeah, you know what? I, we need to get your thoughts on the the opening match at least. Omega match side of Your thoughts about that?
3: Mine. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah.
3: Uh. Okay. I might get some hate from this oh I want to hear uh-oh. this. I want to hear this. Okay. So con- that? I've oh, contemplated this for a few days now, maybe even weeks, that for whatever reason, Kenny Omega is losing me. Uh-oh. I, yes. I don't
2: disagree. I, I, I continue. <laughs> I me. mean,
3: that's not to say that he sucks or that he's awful. Far from it. But, and I was thinking about it, if you put mm. Kerry and Cross. And Kenny Omega next to each other and you say and you ask somebody who doesn't know anything about wrestling who's the world champion I feel odds are that they're gonna be they're just but just by looks of themselves they're gonna go with carrion okay so I don't get this whole strong I, I don't get a, a strong presence from Kenny Omega as I would like or maybe that's just in my head the, the idea that I've had because of people saying, oh, he's, you know, this, he's that, you know, uh, I guess I kind of overhyped him in my own mind, but I'm not getting the whole um, dominant champion from him. Mm. He says he's better than Hogan. He says he's better than Flair. I'm not picking up on that just yet. Maybe down the line, maybe in hindsight I will, but at this point in time, he just doesn't have that icon status to me.
2: Now, are Very. you referring to this incarnation of him with the AEW Heavyweight yes. Title, or can you make his entire career dating back to the matches in Okada in
3: Japan? No, I'll tell you this: I wish, I wish I would have been watching his career since back then. Okay, uh, but I'm just, as far as this right now. This statement, uh, I'm just saying, just AEW.
2: So this this particular title run does not make him feel like the dominant edge,
3: Right. Maybe it was hurt by the whole tag team I division. So
2: maybe i think also he has only had one defense and that was that moxley death match um and then his other match is like the sidell one that was a i hate i fucking hate these but this was a uh title shot match where you beat the champion then you get the championship title that makes no sense i hate that stipulation Mm -hmm. Um, he's not exactly a defending champion um that might be the character obviously because he does have the jackal in his corner kind of I mean, he's doing probably better work in impact right now as far as like uh his wrestling legacy goes
0: mm.
2: um but like I understand that maybe that is the character is that you're supposed like you know like the Miz always like weaseled his way out of defending the title. Seth Rollins did that as well, um but then with Seth rollins was a face, he defended it every night, and you know, so it just I think might be character development, maybe maybe, but i think- like, I, I, I know what you're saying like. Yeah.
1: we're doing the same thing in japan when because tanahashi like tanahashi if you want to shot the AEW title you have to beat me at wrestle kingdom that's why tanahashi just straight out lost to jericho at wrestle kingdom so this is i guess they're kind of doing the same thing it's like you got you got to jump over two mountains to get that title so mm-hmm. i guess that's that's what they're doing but you know with kenny omega overall they need to do this with him before you know these two guys get too old.
0: Yeah,
1: RVD and the Great muda They need to get those matches over with before they get too old. Please.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Muta's still. Yeah, he's the. He's, an, he's the British, champion
1: of pro wrestling yeah. Noah. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: he's like he's like sixty and killing the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's,
1: yeah that's why they and and that door is open because CyberFight owns CyberFight owns Tokyo Joshi Pro. And Pro Wrestling Noah and they've got a partnership with Impact. And, and like I said DDT. Muda said and DD. I was I
2: was how did I know that? That's so creepy. 58 years old. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And Muda Muda said he's willing to defend the title over an Impact, and Kenny Omega's regularly appearing on Impact. So mm-hmm.
0: definitely. I gotta yeah. get
1: it over with before they're too old. Like yeah. the no reason
0: staff. that shouldn't happen. Definitely. Then also we did see uh take Conti getting a pick, you know, picking up her win again is Nyla Rose. Finally, I'm happy for her. <laughs> she's getting the push that she deserves that she never got in NXT at all. She's getting that momentum right now. Uh we did see uh dark dark order going down supporting her. That's right. Love it. Fucking love, love it. that. Well, love yeah, it. because there's no Anna J right now. Anna J right now is injured, she's out of commission. Uh, whether you guys it like it or not. Good. I'll send yeah, yeah. They they tried to replace her with Maki Ido, but I guess that she didn't has work to go out. back
3: to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Right. she yeah. has to go
0: back to Japan. But um, overall, I mean, and then after that, we did see finally, we see something that we haven't seen for quite some time since her signing in AEW. We've never seen her as much since she left the Nightmare family, and that is Bunny, you know? So we did see the aftermath I mean, after I, that.
2: Eliminator or something, rather, or something, right? No,
0: she was not part of the, the tournament either. She was not part of the tournament. Someone called her out, though. Oh, no, no, no. no nobody called her out. It. Um, uh, Matt So, Hardy. Oh, no, no, yeah. Matt Hardy mentioned that, you know, the the Eliminator tournament was ridiculous because she wasn't in it. She wasn't in it. Okay. That's what I, was,
2: that's, I misheard that then. Okay. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah so, I, thought, I thought Tay Conte might have called her out or something like that, but, yeah, I got you. Yeah, so I'm really actually happy for Tay Conte, first of all, and then I'm happy for Buddy because now it's, it's about damn time to get to see her now in the in-ring performance so i'll go to you money mike your thoughts are you happy to see buddy now getting back in the ring this time now under a new management under matt hardy
3: yeah anytime that i get to see a new talent or a talent that i have not seen perform in the ring i think it's great you know they all deserve to get a chance to show what they can do right uh i've seen i've only seen pictures of her in ring gear Mm -hmm. so I, i i know that she's wrestled before Yes, I've not, I've not seen any of her matches, so this will be a welcome
0: a welcome match for sure. Okay, so you definitely got to see Impact. You definitely got to see a lot of her matches in Impact. She's yeah. not she's not a bad performer. She's great in the ring. It just she has not been given the opportunity at this yeah. moment. The last she time used, was with the American
2: tag as a Nightmare Sister with Brandy Rhodes back when she was in the uh, Nightmare Family, which is a little <laughs> awkward angle,
0: um, dumbest angle ever, by the way. Yeah. And- <laughs>
2: I, I, she did fine in that in those matches. I think Brandy was the one that might have made things awkward in the ring. But the angle essentially was like Allie was trying to steal the spotlight from Brandy and she would come in and sneak the wins in the pins and shit like that, if I'm correct, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it wasn't Brandy's or it wasn't Allie's fault per se that she didn't get to perform up to her standard, but she can perform. She also hasn't been in the ring in a wrestling capacity in, I guess, what was
0: it, nine months ago? It's been a while. Yeah, almost like almost a year. Uh, but about yeah. Right, yeah, I
2: love I love that we can say a year ago with AEW. Something happened a year ago in AEW. <laughs> Remember when we were like, double or nothing's like a week away? Let's see if this works. Let's see if this is as good as it sounds. And now we're talking about shit that happened a year ago. I love it, bro. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> let's keep them around.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be good to just um, get her in the ring because that's where she wants to be, you know? Um and then the whole thing with the Hardy Party, which I'm not calling it the Money Foundation, or whatever <laughs> the Money they, Foundation. they
0: gave it, a, they give it a name. What did they give it? I don't know yet. I forgot. I, you know what? That Money word? Inc. Was it Money Inc. No, Matt Hardy's I Empire? Matt, I don't know. Matt Hardy Compound or something. I don't. Yeah,
2: know. They, 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 yeah. The Money Foundation. They gave it some some silly name, but yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why they didn't put it in that tournament, man. Fuck it, like. I
0: don't. Plenty of room. It's you you're the bookers. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean. But I'm glad to see her back on, and so we'll, we'll have to wait to see. Are you excited, Matt, to see um Bunny back in the ring finally? It's been a long time. I'm asking you, Matt. Matt Dallas. I, I could go.
1: I could go either way. Like I'm not highly invested, but she's a good heel overall.
0: Uh, definitely, yeah, I feel you. Now let's go to the main event of the evening. I
2: can't believe that none of those were already the main event. That like Kenny Omega. The Young Bucks, none happy. of them were main events. Those were those, all,
0: they all could have been main events. That's how good they were. But I love it that the fact is, they're pushing their young talent, their upcoming stars to become in a main event. And also remind you, it's a TNT World title match. It's TNT. Mm-hmm. So it has mm-hmm. to be the main event, most definitely. And the good, and the beautiful about it is seeing these two upcoming rising stars putting a hell of a performance. I loved it. Phenomenal, fantastic. Wow, I love it. You know, at the end, we did see Darby getting the win against uh, John Silver, but and also I wish him a speedy recovery because he did dislocate his shoulder, and yep, he dislocated him. Hopefully, he's we not did the whole match too. I, I yeah, he finished the whole match. It was so. It was so. Uh, unfortunately, it was such
2: an obvious injury that I think Excalibur called it as it happened, and was talking about it through the match. I don't know if John had mentioned it to the ref and the ref had signaled you Know to the back and in the back of the commentary, obviously, that line of that chain of command exists. Um, but they were talking about it live as it happened, you know, on the broadcast and how he just powered through it. Fucking spark plug, man,
0: guy reminds me of Crash Holly. <laughs> but yes, we did it. see that happened on the spot where he was thrown to the you know, to the rings, uh, to the rails, get yeah, to the barricade, and that's where it happened. He, he messed himself up, but you could. And I love it see Scalabrute because of his knowledge. He, he called it, he saw it right in the spot. What he was holding, Yeah, he just looked at his shoulder. He's, I think he saw it right on point and called it right in the spot. And he did finish the whole match. Uh, then we did see the aftermath. Matt Hardy and his group came and got involved. And then we did see a brawl right there. It was a Matt Hardy group with Dark Water with Stang and Darby. And then we used to take Conte coming out as well, beating up Bunny. So. Wow! Looks like okay, we're getting our first now. Oh, is this is another Blood and Guts match could happen too. It has to be. It has to be. But the biggest, here's the thing though, and I'll go to you, director. I want to ask you this uh, with this, including follow-up question. But what does it have to do with Darby and Sting? I mean, you, Dark Order's enough. Matt Hardy's there now. You're putting them involved. It's like ah, uh, either unless you're gonna give Matt Hardy the TNT title shot now. That could be the case we might see next week. By, by, by the looks of it, but um, I'll go to you, director. Give us your thought overall the match and this rough all after that.
2: Yeah, great match. I love that they're giving the, uh, the six feet and under division the um, light that it, you know, should always have. It should always be about work ethic, not size. Um, you know, I've been saying that for 25, 30 years straight up. <laughs> Fucking I'm old. <laughs> um, love the match. It was uh, another one of those Darby just ekes it out wins. Like, you know, last week with Scorpio, he had kind of gotten like a surprise roll-up. I think it was like a crucifix or or backslide or something. And then this week, it was like a front roll-up or something like that. It wasn't exactly like a signature into a finisher into a cemented one, two, three. But that doesn't matter. All that matters is that you get your hand raised and you didn't cheat. And Darby's not cheating and he's getting the wins. Um, And he's uh, kind of outsmarting people. He's outlasting and outsmarting. Um, his opponents in these matches. And they're of all different sizes. You know, like he beat Cody for the belt, much bigger guy, faster and stronger. Scorpio, bigger, stronger, faster. John Silver, smaller, definitely stronger, probably equally as fast. Um, They do keep saying that the greatest TNT champion was Brody Lee. And if he was, uh, I'm going to say that I'm going to be very sensitive about what I'm about to say if he were still alive and God do I wish that was the case if he were still alive I don't think his name would be brought up as the greatest C&T champion I think it was absolutely Cody because Cody did defend it like three to six months straight every dynamite Brody won it and then defended it like once and then lost it uh, I do believe that he does re- deserve the respect but he's not the greatest C&T champion controversial maybe Uh, facts probably uh <laughs> <laughs> but who's next for Darby? Maybe Matt. I didn't consider that until you said it. Um, because at some point they do have to separate the teams that might be in the blood and guts war game style match. I don't know what the gimmick is for it. I don't know if it's two rings or one ring and a cage and like just 25 people in the ring at the same time.
1: The three level cage, you know, we haven't seen no
2: triple cage like WCW. For God's uh, sake. Five no, levels. No, 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 no. no. It's gonna be two rings. <laughs> and you go through one ring. And the rings are below it. there'll be
1: five rings, Saul.
2: Speaking of it's the bunk bed match, but it's two rings.
1: There <laughs> was there was a WCW pay-per-view where it was like where it was like seven levels and Hulk Hogan had to go through all of them.
2: Oh Jesus, seven oh, levels of hell. Right, like oh, Bruno. Yeah.
1: Um
2: but yeah, I think that the only singles wrestlers in you know that uh that bedroom, that chaos, were Darby and yeah, and Matt Hardy mm-hmm.
0: and Sting. Yeah.
2: But, you know, when Sting came out ringside, I was a little worried. He was pacing back and forth. He had the bat on his shoulder. He was just kind of trying yeah. to keep, you know, obviously I was waiting for it. I, I, know waiting. <laughs> I know you were. And when he got in the ring and he went and, like, he, like, stared down John Silver. And then I think he gave him a pat on the back or a hug. And then he did the same to Darby. I'm like, here it he comes. And it didn't happen, but I'm still holding on. I'm, I'm not letting go of that 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 gamble. It's a good gamble. Um, but yeah, so Darby and Matt Hardy makes sense. Uh, definitely would probably happen at Blood. Well, how far away is Blood and Guts? Is that?
0: Well, like- I don't even know. They haven't even announced it yet or anything. But we we're jumping the gun that they're gonna end up doing this because you're having so many like group factions, you know, forming and feuding, and it's like shit. Eventually, it's gonna come right. down the line. So there's no date for it. But we're assuming there's one pay
2: per view a month. It's not every two weeks
0: like every. every well, that we know of, because there are no more traditional one now. They have is double or nothing, which is in May always. May is always their double or nothing pay per views. April, May,
2: okay. Cool. Yeah. So we exactly. still have
0: something big, perhaps in maybe, pay- maybe, yeah, maybe. So we yeah. don't, yeah, we still have a, plenty enough time to find that out. So if this is going to be a
2: big faction versus faction event, then Matt yeah. and Darby makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: with but Darby, then- Darby outsmarting and outthinking and. Slip in the wind,
0: maybe he, you know, turns a twist of fate into a twist of fate, you know, some shit like that. Or, I mean, you could go, or you could add Lance Sarkis into, into this, make you know, just make sure having similar with Matt. That could be something else that you could have as well.
2: Mm, I fucking hate that,
0: I, know. Yeah. I don't,
2: I don't, I don't like that. I like yeah. Lance Archer so much that I don't want him in the teaming up with anybody. He's such a loner character, even though he's with Jake the Snake, he's such a non-ally guys you know like carrying cross essentially where he's just kind of his own thing
0: yeah
1: maybe well Uh, how about how about him as leader because like under like i always make those undertaker comparisons you know rather than as like a follower lance kind of like with his underlings more or less
2: a leader of like whatever this big if they do this faction versus faction match
1: I mean, no, no, I'm just saying, like, if Lance Archer was ever in a faction, he would... He oh, he would, would kinda...
0: definitely, he would definitely be the alpha. Oh, he'll be the alpha first, yeah. sure. Yeah. Agreed. Undertaker. Because look at Undertaker. Pounds, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um,
2: but yeah, he's such a loner character. He's such an anti-hero. Um, that it would be hard to see him have friends that aren't Jake. Yeah. You know, Jake's a bit of a you know sourpuss himself, and that's the character. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jake, man. I love Jake. I too. Like, I think Jake kind of over-talks and kind of, like...
0: Yeah, he, he can barely on a
2: little bit, but I yeah. love it. Like he just kind of stumbles and tries to recover. And then he says something silly. That's like, that wasn't very intimidating, but it bring was fun. That, yeah.
1: Bring that one horse pony Arn Anderson with you.
2: Yeah. He just said something. <laughs> I was like, all right, Jake, I got you. All one foot right. pony.
3: <laughs> uh, but so... yeah, there's not
2: really not much that can be said. We'd, I thought blood and guts was officially announced. I thought it might've been in date. Um, But now that I don't know that they have something targeted, I don't know. Like,
3: Money, Mike. So a word on factions and uh, you know being here with, with you guys, you know, circle of debate, it's kind of like we're a faction ourselves, right? We are man. If 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 uh, I get jumped, uh I'm sh- I'm sure you the three of you guys would jump in and and, and have my back. Hell yeah. You know? we're oh yeah. There you go. So, so Wait, where that.
2: where would you would you get where
0: location matters. I know where and I know what. <laughs> like if you're no. getting jumped in like East LA, like watts or something. No, I don't know. He'll be around my my neck of the woods and Mike, okay. Knee yeah, knee we're, left good. Left. we're
2: good. We're good in your area. Your area is I got you. Your area is just um, yeah. I,
3: I could take him on my own, but of course I like to share the spotlight. That's a good, you know, good fact. Mike, that. if you get
1: jumped in La Crescentia, I've got a score to settle. <laughs> <over.
0: laughs>
1: I've got uh, I've got a score to settle with some old Russian ladies.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> I just I do I don't
3: want to know. <laughs> I got a score to settle in Bell Gardens, and I'll leave it at that. that <laughs> it at the casino? <laughs> oh. oh. No. Oh, some, something like that. To...
0: <laughs> <laughs> something I already like know that. what he's talking about. I already know.
3: <laughs> but anywho, <laughs> um, so what, what I'm trying to get with all this is that it's true to life that you're gonna have friends and you're gonna have have your friends' back. So I like this whole idea of people being in factions and there's being so many factions going going on in WWE. If somebody gets attacked, it's usually you know one on one or whatever. I'm sure that person has friends that would be willing and able to come on out and you know save them and all that good stuff. So I like factions and I like that. That it's going on in AEW. Everybody right. is in one.
2: Um, I, I'm sure you saw last week For me and Ivan couldn't name a single solo um, performer. There wasn't right. one No, we did. We did name one of these. That was last week. We said, snake. the snake. That counts. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Oh, no, no. You're right. You're right. No. We did, we yeah. There wasn't anybody that
2: right. did faction, manager, or, or an ally.
3: Shit. No, you're
0: right. We, we didn't. I don't know match. if this
3: counts, but Fuego del Sol. <laughs>
0: Okay, remember-
2: <laughs> uh, Okay. yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of the loop on
3: that one. I'm just gonna go. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, it, it, that's how obscure he is in AW. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. D- the, he's the master of the Tornado yeah, DT, you know, he's the master of the Tornado DT. Um, uh, but anywho, but yes, also, okay, so the match, the match itself, uh, I like the idea of Matt Hardy and Darby Allin potentially at double or nothing. That being the match, I feel that Darby could benefit of a feud with Matt and also Matt with Darby because I wouldn't want to see Matt Hardy against Hangman again. That's already – that passed. That's done. Yeah. You know, that's done. I wanted that over right. two days into it starting. And likewise, Team Taz versus Darby. That, that's done. Uh, You know, Brian Cage seems to be kind of going on another direction, right? Uh, Sting seems like they're kind of teasing a lance archer sting sort of uh, thing going on there uh so yeah Hope so th- we're going in different directions and i like that it's kind of starting this way with a lot of people involved because further down the line it's going to be you know shrunk and you know into the two people that are ultimately going to be there and I really do think that it's Matt and Darby. So I think that should be a, a interesting matchup and a good way for Darby to, beep,
0: to go up. Mm, good, good observation. Good. Very indeed. Matt! <laughs> I don't have the
1: glasses. Yeah, like, wh- whoever Darby goes with, if you keep putting him with veterans, you'll definitely learn a lot because, you know, we-, we get to know about his, like, wrestling background I think Darby versus um, Matt Hardy would be probably the best for him at the moment and seems like the most logical where it should go, you know. And Darby is always good when he's an underdog. Sure, Sting's there to back him up. But it's like, if they do something where, like, oh, no, Sting's in another state, he has to watch Darby, you know, kind of fight from underneath. That's always kind of the best thing for Mm -hmm. baby faces like Darby, fighting from underneath.
0: Mm -hmm, Definitely, definitely. So, so. Who who would you put your who would you put your money on? This Matt or Darby i <laughs> I put my money on our Matt. I'll put my money on you, man. I, I love. No, I'm Robert putting Clark. it. I'm, I'm putting <laughs> it on Darby big, big just
1: because. Big know.
0: money, Matt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> big money. Big money. That's right. If you got the right attributes. <laughs> oh,
2: there you go. I like
0: that. I like that. See. Should make a shirt up of that. Oh, you can't. See, it was. It's, 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 it's already a shirt. It's already a shirt. <laughs> All right, now let's move on with AEW news. Now, with AEW news. There's three things. Actually, no, four things. Okay. So the number one is during WrestleMania weekend, Tony Khan did announce he will be having obviously w, uh, AEW Dynamite for that uh, week coming up for Takeover that Wednesday. He's gonna have it, and on Friday he will be having a a live house show, having a crowd on a Friday, a house show, his first house show, AEW's first house show ever. So that, that's going to happen on Friday, non-televised, obviously this is uh, a house show, like how WWE had their live house shows. So I'm looking forward for that. And I guess these are people who are cannot, you know, be M- or I think he's trying to get the crowd before Mania because Friday Night SmackDown, you know, they're going to have no crowd on Friday Night SmackDown, but at least there's going to be a lot of independent circuits around that weekend. And plus... Jacksonville and Tampa is way too far. It's like at least about an hour, away, about an hour away or a little bit more than that, I believe so. Uh, t- three hours, right? Yeah, how- just about. About about, okay, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to see Tony Khan, how that goes for him, and hopefully it goes very well. The other news that Matt Matt Callis mentioned earlier, yes, Cody Rhodes is going to have his new show uh, on TNT. And coincidentally, yeah, yeah, Roads to the top. So, I mean. This is, a new, and this is how you know that AEW is not going anywhere anytime soon away from TNT and even though they had a an extension contract, but this already could tell that TNT is happy to have AEW on their broadcast network and they're going to be there for such a long time. would not be surprised they could offer a big, huge contract from TNT to stay for the next 10 years. So, I mean, do you agree with that money, Mike? Of course.
3: Uh, so... That's how you. That's how you build superstars, right? Not to, you know, take the term from WWE, but you know, I forgot who said. It. I think it was Freddie Prince Jr. that made a mention in one of his tweets that, that you know that that's the reason why Cody's appearing in other things outside of the ring. That you know that exposes uh, the brand to new people that otherwise wouldn't have seen it. You know, the Go Big Show, now this reality show. There's people that like to see, you know, things like Toto Bellas or Ms. and Misses m- more so maybe than the product itself, the wrestling product. Very so, true. you know, d- different audiences, different strokes for different folks. Right. So this is a cool way for them to get the product into new eyes, more eyes. Right. So I think that's it's genius. I feel like it's it's a, it's a good step. I know that some people are saying. Oh, you know, Cody's being, you know, shoved on our throats and this and that. But, uh, you know what? At, at this point, I don't mind it so far. I think that it was a good or it is a good move. And
0: uh, I'll be tuning in. I'll be watching for sure. Definitely. And now that you you started your rhymings, now you just started with Matt being provoked. So, Matt, stay woke. Go for it. <laughs> I'm The listening.
1: rhymes. The rhymes of all times no um it's we could do so many different things with the with the show i mean with uh with the with other different uh, other different shows other than just uh mr and like with just the cody thing there's so many other you know characters i mean there is being the elite but you you know me you already know what i'm gonna say the maki reality show yes
0: (laughs) why am i oh my
2: god (laughs) You know, we we could call that is that like, you don't know Ido. Oh, you
1: know Ido. I'll, know you. know. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch that on this. TNT. I'll have all episodes t You know,
2: <laughs> I feel like that would be better if it was kind of like in the Edge and Kristen show, totally reeks of awesomeness, like in that same style.
1: Yeah, that would
2: be great, and also maybe mix it with Swerve, where like she does like public pranks in Japan or something. That's yeah, nice. I mean,
3: you're she's better suited for something like that. I mean, That's- you'll get
1: to see Fukuoka on a regular basis.
3: That's cool that you're gonna have it on Tivo while you eat a burrito.
0: Drinking <laughs> <laughs> some t-tos? I don't know. With teodos? some and <laughs> mo- mojitos. mojitos. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I think the thing I missed out on was being introduced as Matt in the shower cap. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that's where you know you're gonna shower singing K-pop. That's what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, director, yeah, do you feel the same way how Mike and Matt put it?
2: Yeah, it's good that he's getting as much money he's, as he can and exposure for his family and his product, and he's worked hard for it. Um, the only negative thing I can say, and this is just me kind of just trying to be funny, um, is that when Cody started AEW, uh, it was very apparent that he said, uh, um, you know, there's more than one royal family in wrestling. That's his gimmick. Uh, he came out, he smashed the Triple H throne, you know, kind of as a vigil. Um and he's like, we're not like other promotions. Oh, by the way, we're exactly like other promotions. We're going to have Cody on every episode doing game shows, and now we have Ms. and Misses, but it's recast with Cody and Brandy. So as much as he says he wants to separate himself from what's already been done, he's doing exactly what's already been done because it does work. Um, I'm probably not going to watch it, and it's not out of any disrespect. I yeah, have
1: actually. I just <laughs>
2: I got other, I got. I got. I got like fucking twelve seasons of Survivor left. Uh, I got. Uh, <laughs> I got like AEW still to catch. You know to watch weekly. You know.
1: Pro wrestling. Uh, Noah. Ninety
2: Day Fiance is killing it right now. So it's like, I don't think I have time for another reality show, unfortunately. Um, and when it comes to pro wrestling reality shows, I mean the ones that I mentioned from the network, rest in peace. were, you know, Swerve was awesome. It was a prank show. Uh, the Reggie Christian's show Totally Reeks of Awesomeness was a sketch show like it was mad TV Um, and I love the Legends House but that was about it I never was into Total Bellas or Total Divas or Ms and Mrs like it's just not interesting for me Mm. Um, that's all it is I'm sorry like I don't want to hear people argue about what to have for dinner or something you know (laughs) (laughs) Or you know, that's just yeah. I hope it does well. I want it to do well. They deserve Uh, it to do well. My opinion is not based on taste, it's just what I'm not into. That's it.
0: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's right. Right? Case in point. Yeah, Yeah. case in point. Absolutely. And also, but this one is I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball to you though, director. Oh yeah. (laughs) Your lady Tay Conti. She will be debuting. Very soon, not a date yet, on her first MMA career. Oh, I know. Oh, know. She yes. is
3: yes. Ty Conti is going to do MMA. Yes.
2: Are you familiar with her background as a Brazilian? I know. No, no,
3: yeah. uh, Brazilian Jiu jitsu Brown Belt? Brown Belt. She's She's a a brown Belt in Jiu Jitsu? Brazil. Yeah. Um is Wait. Brazilian. Bellator UFC. Not, Any UFC. not yet. Any company. yet.
1: Um, one one is the one that plays on, on TNT. She's not going
3: to 1FC either.
1: That's, yeah. I don't know if this
2: is – I'll look it up. I don't think – this is. This might be a pro debut. I'm not sure. But she's like a three-time judoka. She was going to be in the Olympics representing Brazil. Uh, she's Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I think at – I don't know if she's black belt, but she's close. If she is black belt, that's awesome. But if not, I think she's at least purple, which is one below that in most traditional jojos. Um, but, no, she's a fighter first. She was in – when she was in the May Young Classic, she was heller- heralded as uh, MMA fighter.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was her gimmick. So they, they kind of like you know about that. that?
2: Yeah. I could actually just Google her right now. Let's go to Wikipedia. Take on the, Uh Yeah, they, they she have, can't be. She, can't be she have amateur five, mm-hmm. five, five six. Let's see
0: here. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Good question. Black belt and like judo, blue, in judo. Blue belt in jiu jitsu. No, not yet. Not yet. She hasn't oh had no amateur She fight.
2: participated in the Olympic trials for the Summer Olympics in 2016. She was 19 years old when she was trying to get in the Olympics. That's awesome. In yeah. judo. So, yeah, black belt in judo, which is a big deal. And then blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You can get your blue belt pretty quickly depending, Um, you know, we'll have Jose Vera on. Um, some places, if you work hard and, you know, you're there in the gym every day, you can get a blue belt within two years. Um uh, she's She could probably smoke half the men on the planet as far as the ground game goes. So uh, very she's interesting. Got
3: to get, get those arm bars like Ronda, Real eh? mm.
2: comparison, man. I knew that was going to happen.
3: You,
0: yeah. yeah, you got to yeah.
2: be fair. World champion as Ronda is, she did only win the bronze in the Olympics. Yeah,
0: yeah. but we have to wait pretty soon because she still needs approval from Mr. Tony Khan. So which is, I don't know Tony Khan's going to say yes, but yeah, well, right about... off
3: J- Jake Hager on Bellator, so.
0: Yeah. Well, Jay, well, there's from, something well before that, no, my apologies, interrupt. Before that, remember remind you that Hager was already exclusive to Bellator before he went to AEW. Mm-hmm. So he took that con, went with it because he agreed upon that contract to allow Jake Hager to fight at Bellator. So this is different because now yeah. she he's she's exclusive to him. Now her to go make a debut to a MMA promotion, she's gonna need his permission and obviously work you know work things out and for her to actually compete.
2: Probably not, because there is something in sports called the Ali Act, named after Muhammad Ali, which prohibits individual contracts that are in separate sports from limiting your participation in said sports. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously we know Bo Jackson Deion Sanders were athletes in both NFL and, and, and Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. There were contracts that your NFL contracts cannot say you cannot perform in another sport unless it conflicts with this current contract. Mm-hmm. So, if she has something booked, she can't double book. Obviously, but the Ali Act says that if she um, completes her contract, she's free to do whatever other sport she wants, right? As long as they don't conflict. So, I don't think. I mean, technically, pro you know, pro wrestling isn't really a sport, so I don't know how the contracts work. It's a sport, uh, damn it! It's still real to me, Jamie. <laughs> it's it. still real to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know if it's an acting guild contract. Um, I, I, would don't say, I would say per it period. might be a 1099 contract, like what pro wrestling does, like you know, like the main roster does. Yes. If it's a 1099 contract, then she should have no problem going to a professional s- sport with a separate contract. Okay. Um, that would be like you know, John Cena was in the movie Trainwreck with Amy Schumer.
0: Um. Or
2: But but that movie also had LeBron James. Okay. Those are three very different contracts. That right, have they should not conflict with each other legally. Right. They were, like, I think John Cena probably had to ask Vince if he could go in the movie because it's acting in both realms. But LeBron did not have to clear that with the NBA unless it conflicted no. with unless it conflicted with the ml the NBA schedule. But if it was in go. the off season, they have no say in the matter. That's the way the Ali Act works.
0: Agreed.
2: The details of whether or not. The, the timeline is correct. Then,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah, she should has be. It,
3: able, she should be a okay. Has it been mentioned what weight class? No, she's. Oh man, she is a flyweight. So um, one twenty
2: five. She's phantom weight. No flyweight.
0: Fly. That's a flyweight. yeah flyweight.
2: Flyweight. flyweight. No straw weight. I'm sorry. She's Valentina Shipchenko's weight class one twenty five. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know if she's cutting down also because she is a healthy. She does not skip leg day. Yeah, and she can mm-hmm. probably deadlift a car. Definitely. (laughs) So I I I don't encourage her to cut weight, but you know it's MMA and people do that. So she might try to get down to
0: 115. Mm -hmm. But well well, definitely we'll wait and see. And also I want to congratulate. Also, finally, she got her contract. Red Velvet, congratulations, you're now officially all elite, well deserved. You worked your butt off there, you worked your ass off being, you know, performing in AEW. There you go. (laughs) Mike is right down, right, you know, writing it for you. Congratulations to you, Red Velvet. and I'm very extremely happy you finally officially are with AEW. I mean, did Cody Cody was asked for this during the press conference for the AEW uh, revolution. He was asked, are you going to sign her? And I'm like, oh, well, we don't know. i, I got to talk to Tony. We'll find it out, of course. And then she officially got signed. So, I mean, I'm very happy for her. She got signed. She well-deserved. And I cannot wait for the future for her in AEW for sure, especially her and Jake Cargill. Well, we'll be seeing that few. Now, let's jump to pro wrestling news, ladies and gentlemen, very quickly. Also, I want to go ahead and give congratulations to the inductees of the Hall of Fame. That is, of course, the great Khali Kane. And we're still waiting for RBD. He might be next, probably by tomorrow, we'll find out, or maybe the day after. But I'm um, congratulating these two gentlemen to be finally inducted. I did see the Kane one. That one was heartfelt because Kane did cry. Um, and they, were, they were red him. tears, though. They were red, red, red tears. Taker. And the beautiful part is Taker announcing it. Hey, you know what? It's my honor to in- inform you that we're you're going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame and
1: Air of Kate, Knox County, Tennessee.
0: Yep, and I mean, still yeah, for sure. Very very happy for these individuals. Uh, a great colleague as well. I mean, he's I even know that we do bash on him but i got to give credit with the mass credits do, man he's done a lot of in in all japan new japan yeah. uh he's done a lot of you know performances you know it just you know cuz his condition the way how it is it's, you know shape is can't you do much You don't have in the ring. to
2: be yeah jokes aside you don't have to honestly be uh, what's a what's the politically sensitive word i don't want to say great performer you don't have to be traditionally uh fast or talented in the ring per se to be an imposing and iconic figure. Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm trying to say without trying to be disrespectful? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, like he's never gonna be on the list. Yeah, he's not he's never gonna be the best wrestler, but he's always gonna be a great figure and absolute giant of a man who I mean put India on the map as far as wrestling business go. That's why he was brought in. Um, was part of those angles. We saw him come back in the second Punjabi prison match with uh, Tiger, Tiger Ali Singh.
0: Uh, Jinder Mahal.
2: Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Tiger Ali Singh. What the fuck's <laughs> wrong? I used to smoke a lot of weed, bro. Um, does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, like we said at the top of the hour, there are more questionable people in there. So I have no problem with it. Um, I'm not trying to steal the man's glory. Um, he worked hard for where he's at. So yeah, I mean, I'm with it from a fan's point of view, most definitely. There's definitely going to be some some marks, some smarks out there who have that opinion. Like, he's the worst wrestler. He's slow, and he's got a shitty finisher. It's like, he's nine feet tall. That's mm-hmm. how you really need to be sometimes,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Definitely. I <laughs> but mean, sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Money Mike, how do you feel about these two inductees? I love it.
3: Yes, you know, I think it's great, you know, Kali like that like you guys have mentioned right now that the most technical? No. But a figure that opens has opened doors for India and in, Indian wrestlers that are now being trained. There's an NXT India now and it, it could be arguably uh it, it actually no, he had a giant no pun intended um contribution for that to happen you know (laughs) (laughs) so there's that and uh let's see kane of course man you know there is that kane what 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 else is there to be said our uh 14 year old mike thinking man should have happened sooner it was it was insane just you know well deserved for sure
0: i kind of would wish that he would have been inducted to the same class as undertaker that's what i would have wished for but
2: well, does it? Okay, so in in when I say actual sports, and you know you guys know what I mean, non-entertainment sports. Mm-hmm. To be inducted into a Hall of Fame, you have to be officially retired for a certain amount of time. Obviously, Vince can make his own rules for his own Hall of Fame, but I still think that rule sort of applies. Is that still a rule that?
3: Yes,
0: does, like the the Lutez Hall of Fame applies to that. Even even in a NFL Hall of Fame,
2: the right. ballots.
0: Those are the hardest the Hall, and of and Hall of fame. fame. The Rock and make another one too. Those are the hardest ones to get inducted in a Hall of Fame. Right, but They're you have to be up.
2: officially retired before you can yes. be okay.
0: One of those rules applies to that. And so the reason that it took Kane so long is just he didn't officially retire. Well, I mean, he he never announced it, he never officially retired. It's just that he's the mayor
2: of Knox, right? But I mean, <laughs> as long as about a year and a half ago he was doing the you know what matches and you know where,
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I know, <laughs> you know, know
2: he's other people, yeah, so. Um, but now that he's being inducted, that officially means that he will no longer return to the ring.
0: No, a that's no, no, because years. look at Goldberg. Look at Goldberg. You, you had Goldberg. Goldberg. Angle. Okay. Uh, I, there's a number of I, I don't of want to look
2: at him,
3: but I believe you. So there's really no rhyme or reason. Okay, so it's, to... not like,
2: it's not like Major League Baseball or
3: basketball. No, not at all. Right, not but there, there is
2: in baseball and football, though. Like, when they put your jersey up on the wall in basketball, you, oh, you're no, not you're, coming, Yeah, you're officially to retire. You're not coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that rule does not apply to, to Vince. No. That's all I was asking.
0: No.
3: no. edge it. And to be another one.
2: Yeah, edge. Well, is yeah, return. but that was, yeah, retirement due to injury. I understand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was just curious if this was going to be the end of Kane okay. um, as an in-ring performer. Same with, you know, Holly or, you know, the thing with Batista.
0: Yeah. Who,
2: for some reason, didn't get to be in it this year.
0: Yeah um all right i'm uh, Matt. do you yeah my apologies. good to you do you are you happy about that
1: it's it's when it comes to the hall of fame it really is just vince's brain like we've said before yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah it's vince's brain but you know there are many other wrestling hall halls of fame but this is the hall of fame that gives you the most attention mm-hmm. well, definitely mm-hmm. so, definitely you got you get honored by the public by the people you know, but then again, you know, this is Hall of Fame during the pandemic, so it's a whole different, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and also, speaking I'm, of speaking of honor,
3: go ahead, I'm Mike. Like, sorry, just real quick, I'm calling it right now. Bad Bunny is going to be in the Hall of Fame.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, we're going to see him in the Hall of Fame. Hey, if I'll,
2: Vince likes yes, that's one thousand percent happening.
1: It'll Definitely. happen if Vince... Let, if, if you if, go on
2: for, for merch sales alone, the, the if, man deserves it, honestly. If
1: he takes Vince out to lunch and buys Vince a turkey sandwich, then maybe he's like, what, what oh, music is this? What music is this? Oh. And he plays it for him. He's like, oh, it's pretty swinging stuff you got there, son, <laughs> boy.
3: Ah, <laughs>
0: uh, Vince. And yeah, but speaking of honor, yeah, Ring of Honor is happening today, ladies and gentlemen. Today, the 19th anniversary is a four-hour show. Make sure you tune in Tonight. Having a one-hour pre-show on their YouTube channel. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Unfortunately, we're not going to see Dragon Lee performing because he's an injury the eardrum pop can't fly. So his daddy Bestial gotcha. Ring is will be taking his place in the tag team uh, championship. Him and Kenny King uh, versus uh, uh, Titus and Yugi. Uh, and also Kenny King's going to take over for him on the TV weight championship. He'll be defending it for Dragon Lee. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that pay-per-view, and people that did not tune in, go to the Joe from the Ring podcast, they had a, a live chat with Titus, and with and was, uh, Amy Buddy Rose, uh, the manager of in gobernable. incredible, loved it. Um, also, a lot of changes are ha- happening as well. Impact is moving to Thursdays, because NXT is moving to Tuesdays. This happens on April 8th for Impact, and this happens on April 13th for NXT. So I want to go back and say because what George says, they're all in this together. They monop they know how to monopolize everything. Of course. And not only that, Impact and WWE do have a, a stable relationship because you know the fact is they were able to share videos, share about their previous talents, like some more Joe, AJ, that kind of example. So of course, I'm pretty sure Vince, Paula Beck called the uh, Callis. Hey, hey, look, hey pal, I mean we're, we're doing it on Tuesdays. All right. I'll, there's nothing on Thursdays. I'll jump to Thursdays. Why not? So now you're going to be having a whole full of week of professional wrestling. Monday Night Raw, Tuesday NXT, Wednesday AEW Dynamite, who won the war. Who that's, that's theirs completely. Thursday, you have Impact, Friday SmackDown. See, you have five days worth of professional wrestling besides Ring of Honor, MOW, So much, so much content, ladies and gentlemen. And also wanted to jump as well, saying that Andrade, no complete cost. He's not. He can wrestle anywhere the hell he wants. I was hoping for him to show up on Ring of Honor today, but I guess it's not going to happen. But never say never. I'm going to keep an I eye on Ring of Honor because it may happen. mentioned
2: a bullet point about that. And we may not be seeing him anytime soon um, because of the unfortunate news about you know who has you know what. We'll probably keep him and her in quarantine until they're both cleared of the thing that we know about that we don't need to talk about.
0: Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Unless you don't know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but no, she's, I think she's supposed to be clear by now. Um, There's still like a two, even, I think you you still have quarantine up to
2: two weeks after your three positive tests in a row. No. And they're obviously a couple. So I think he's obviously safe bet is her rules or his rules. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, two weeks isn't that long. So hopefully they both come out of this unscathed and mm-hmm. Andrade goes exactly where he deserves, which is anywhere he wants.
0: Yeah, definitely. And now I want to touch, this is the last subject of the pro wrestling news I want to talk about before we go to break and then go to part two. This is the one that been all over social media been, been talked about the fact that a lot of people are not happy about it. Some is like, and eh, whatever, let's move on. Who cares? I'm serious. But that is Hulk Hogan. Hosting WrestleMania. That's the one that uh, it's a touchy subject, but I want to get. I is Titus
2: thing a troll? Is
0: that real? No, t- Titus, is t- Titus is also hosting, but the problem is—is is that okay? okay. I, thought, I wasn't sure if that was real or not. No, yeah, it, it's real. No, it's, it's damn real. It's damn <laughs> real. <laughs> but yes, um, definitely, it's damn real. But oh uh, yes, you're gonna have Hogan and Titus hosting WrestleMania. The Reason why I bring up the subject because remind you of Hogan's, I can you know what his what he said, yeah, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, um, I, you don't need to go into that uh, at all. Yeah. yeah,
0: a lot of the community is not happy about that. The yeah. fact is that you're pretty much this is like a throw in the face to the community, and because you're having him hosting with Titus, think about that, like, and then. Why are you having this man to host it? Actually, he still has not apologized for what he said. He apologized and he got caught, but he never apologized. Oh, I know. Him. I know. That's
2: the difference between guilt and, and shame. Exactly.
0: Indeed. So this is a – so a lot of – like I said, Booker T made his comments. He's like, whatever's about it. Okay, it is what it is. I haven't heard anything from Mark. I haven't heard anything from anyone else. But, I mean, other people say it's appalling because – you're putting this man with another you know with a black man and you're also not only that we have people talents that are performing at mania that are main eventing and you know in the community as well and it's like it's like a throw in the fucking I face know. like it's, it, it, it's it's i don't know what Vince's is i don't know who the hell told vince to do this i'm not like I'm not bashing on Hogan's career. Yes, it's, it's <laughs> probably been told Vince, right? Hey, probably, wait, wait, oh, of course, let just do it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying, not hating on Hogan's career at all. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about his what his persona, what he did and what he said that he never apologized for. That's the one thing that I disagree, that he should not, that he should not be hosting WrestleMania. That's, my, that's how I feel me personally should not be hosting this is like a throw in the face to the community and to myself as well, all of us, all of us, my opinion. So I'll go with you, money, Mike, take it away.
3: Uh,
0: okay, um, here's the thing.
3: I, I'm as forgiving as the next guy, um, but they have to know, or, or Vince, I guess this is directly a Vince thing, Um, Vince has to know that what was said hurt a lot of people, including employees of your company, right? I always remember MVP saying that, you know, well, he said something and uh, I'll leave it, uh, he said something along the lines of uh, that, you know, he doesn't like people that look like me and that that sort of thing really, really hurts, Um, especially for someone that stood for such good stuff as as Hogan did, right? And then this is not Hogan going to the NWO. This is real life. So, you know, it, it hurt a lot of people. And I really, really don't think that it was a good move for him to for him to host. I'm not saying that he's not able to make a living and to make appearances. Uh, a backstage segment, segments or an in ring segment would have been fine, you know, by me. He's done it before, um, but man, as host and purposely putting him with Titus, uh, I think that there's – they're they're trying to do something here. And I don't know. It was not a good move. All right. Matt?
1: It's it's once again one of those things where Vince McMahon can keep whatever kind of wacky people, you know, hated people he wants. It's really like – when you're a billionaire, you really do whatever you want and piss like whoever you want off, and it's a sad reality. And it just means that more people need to leave the sinking ship that is WWE. <laughs> ah, I love that. Good... The, that this, is, to put it. this is a good. This is a good. More like just add this to your list of reasons why WWE is not good and why you should leave and why you should quit. You know, I kind of, yeah, don't I agree. Yeah, don't, don't don't expect Vince to change his mind for you. You know, if if he wants, if he if he if Vince puts the belt on Lars, who whatever his face is, he'll probably <laughs> do, he'll probably do it because because he's it's got the money.
0: Good it stuff. It's ratings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Vince makes I-
1: that decision. He'll it'll happen if he wants it to happen. It's gonna happen. It's oh, Vince. Yeah. Yeah. When you're a billionaire, and if you don't like it, you should leave and join AEW and help them out instead. Mm. It'll be better. It'll be better you know that's that's like for for those who this upsets you should support AEW
2: (laughs) (laughs) director all right I'm going to try to keep this as coherent as possible the only people that should have I would say an opinion about this are those truly affected by it we know that that is the community that were offended by these terrible statements from humankind to another human not just race none of this It was appalling that he just thought that even in a casual private conversation, the words that were spoken were cool because that's someone who probably not the first or last time that those words were spoken in the privacy and conversation of whatever it was. it just happened to be in a phone call that he didn't know was being wiretapped. Um, This is a gigantic slap in the face of the accomplishments of the past two years that that community has gone through and earned um, this WrestleMania is the first WrestleMania where three out of the four performers in the main events are African-American. Mm-hmm. And it's not been since The Rock since we've had an African-American headline WrestleMania. So we have Bobby Lashley, Sasha Banks, Bianca and Belair, the EST, Bianca Belair. Now, throwing Titus in there, I don't know if this is one of those stupid things that people do to hide their... Internal opinions, um, oh, I can't offend this particular race. Look, I'm best friends with someone from that race. I don't know if this is trying to bury his history by putting burying him amongst people in that race so we forget about it, but we're not. History isn't going to forget someone like I think Mike had said stood for so much growing up. You know, all the little Hulksters and Hulk ads, drink your vitamins, eat your prayers, say your diamonds, or or Say throw your diamonds your milk, whatever it was.
1: <laughs> I don't care. Those words mean nothing bright, to me Like now. a diamond.
2: Yeah, like those words literally mean nothing to me now that I know that it was just a character who doesn't believe in any of it because he's someone in the private of his privacy of his own home is willing to do something like that. Um, the the word integrity comes to mind, and the definition of integrity is doing what's right even when nobody is looking, but we're all looking, and to put him in this spot that this we're talking here's what we're talking about. We're talking about Hogan's racist remarks. Not three out of the four members of the community headlining WrestleMania. This should not be the debate we're having. We should be talking about, and we had this conversation with Culture Inc., how much work they had to do to get to where they are now. Them as a tag team. The New Day crushing the stereotypes. Crushing the glass ceiling. Bobby Lashley, 11 years to get to that title. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks headlining. Titus should be doing this by himself. He can do it by himself, but Vince McMahon's looking at either trying to help Hogan as a buddy favor to hide his racist history or he's accepting that he's racist but he's larger than life so we're doing it for the dollars, which is almost worse. Um th- Hogan should be nowhere near this pay-per-view. This is like putting um someone who's transphobic in a uh, gay pride parade as EMC. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that's Man. the only comparison I can think of. Like like Matt said, there's fuck you money at hand right here. Vince can do whatever he wants. And if you don't tune in because Hogan's watching it, Vince isn't losing any money. And he obviously doesn't care about the communities that he's quote-unquote trying to support, but then bashing them by putting Hogan in there. I can't make any sense out of it other than dollars. And no,
1: no. The not- sense is Vince only cares about Vince. That's Yeah, it.
2: exactly. Um, and that's the best way I can put it. Uh, it just it's tasteless and to say that it doesn't matter how racist you are as long as you make me a bunch of money and are larger than life it's cool says a lot about vince um and a lot of you know there's been other instances that they've taken care of situations like that um that we don't have to bring up names because it's not what we're going to do but he's cut ties with them very quickly but we know it's because they didn't make him as much money as hogan so we all know that that's where it comes down to Mm
0: -hmm. it doesn't matter
2: what you do or what you say just give him the checks Okay. Um, and yeah, dude, like it's just one more reason to just the company can't look at th- like the stock sh- shareholders, the board, like they have to look at this and be like, that's not cool, bro. Like we know you have a billion dollars, but also there's a billion, six billion people on this planet who disagree with you. Yeah. Um, And that's my
0: after school special right there, but that I firmly believe that. Definitely. And we don't, yeah. I mean, we just still have plenty of time. This could be subject to change, maybe, but. But obviously it's not. By the looks of it, it's already been done, settled, sealed the deal. It is. But, I mean, if there is, uh, by God, if there's a petition, which I'm not being surprised if there is, I mean, of course, I'll sign up for it too, personally. Yeah,
2: change.org. You You can actually get things done on change.org. There might already be a petition up there, but people listen to change.org. Companies who have something sketchy decisions, enough people can get on change.org, and a company will listen to the people who – have an opinion that matters. Yeah. Um. So if someone out there wants to start a change.org to pull Hogan, he's got enough money. And his comments don't warrant him. Now he's being broke, actually. He's broke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he, no, he's
0: got, that,
2: he's got that Docker money. That's the only he's got thing
0: that, he has. The, that's the, like, $80 million, bro. He owns, but that's, he owns that, this that, restaurant but that in Florida. Half, that half went to his wife, ex wife. The divorce. Never. He was the one that was, well, she was technically cheating on him. She, but she cheated on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different but, subject. That's a different yeah. thing. Still,
2: I had no sympathy for the man.
0: No, neither. there's no
2: there's no dollar amount you can say that he deserves to get from this pay per view that is banking all of the money off of that community.
0: Agreed. 100%. All the money
2: they're giving definitely going to give him at least seven seven figures.
0: Why? Yeah, it makes no sense either. Give split that up evenly amongst everyone on that roster. Honestly, it should have been Naomi and Titus. They're both from Tampa. I mean, Darius. Honestly, they're both in Tampa. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Why totally. the hell not? That should've happened. I'm gonna try and make a change.org,
2: switch out Hogan for Naomi. I'm actually gonna do that probably tonight. Like send me the link. Yeah, send me the um, link. It is nine forty four, March twenty fifth, Thursday. So timestamp it. I'm going right now.
0: There you go. For Naomi. The end. The circle of debate, making change. That's right. We're here You're for doing you. the
1: Clinton thumb. That's <laughs> yes, right. The,
0: absolutely, yes. we fight for you because remind you. I mean, we <laughs> come on, man. we it, were. It's, it's just, it's
3: just what we feel is right. You I know, agree. It is what it is.
0: Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I don't, I don't like it either personally. I don't. And everybody, everybody, I appreciate all your valid points because they're all valid, 100 percent. All the, and I hope you guys feel this as well, ladies and gentlemen, to our viewers and subscribers. And this is all jokes aside, but definitely yes, we are getting—we're all Apolligans. You know, like um, Chris said it himself very clearly, it's not about the, you know the ethnicity we have. We're all one. We're all human beings. It's just when you say something like that, you hurt everyone like us, and that—that that bothers us, definitely. And so that's something that he should not be there, not at all. So hopefully, this petition goes out. And hopefully they, they change the damn mind their, their damn mind. I mean, they did it with, with Moolah when they had the Moolah Battle Royal, they had to change it with the women's one. We could do this with Hogan. So definitely, we can make a change. So if you guys are gonna actually sign for that petition that Chris is starting, it'll be right I below. Really the type link. In right now. Yeah, it will, the, the description link will be right below and put your petition in that you do not want Hogan to be hosting WrestleMania. So for that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll be right back stay tuned for part two as we go ahead and discuss for new japan news nxt and mike and i and matt giving thoughts about fast lane and what's going on in WWE. but also the huge announcement that everybody wants to see is coming right after this so do not go anywhere so after this part one is over the big announcement for the details of the giveaway so don't go anywhere we'll be right back ladies and gentlemen especially for all you memphis fans out there memphis tennessee would you like to be a part of history for championship wrestling from memphis as on april 11th they will be crowning their first ever memphis world heritage champion and we have two tickets two tickets to give away these and gentlemen and you're we'll able to go ahead and participate so i'm gonna allow the ck1 to give you details of how to enter this raffle. all you do to qualify is leave a hashtag cw30 in the comment section
2: below and be sure to like and subscribe
1: Enter by April 1st by 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to spin the Wheel of Debate to decide the winners by April 2nd.
3: We'll be announcing the winners on April 2nd during
0: our 48th episode. And that is right. And do not forget to also follow Championship Wrestling from Memphis as they have your weekly shows Saturdays at noon Central time. And also us as well, Circle Debate, every Friday's weekly episodes and Sundays our top five. So make sure you participate, make sure you put the hashtag below. You don't wanna miss it. And especially you wanna be a part of this history.